Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motor Studio on the road today at the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament here at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club. Where I don't know how Steve did. But my team was seven under with nine birdies. Now there's 18 holes. So do the math on how many birdies we have. Couple of bogeys. We're not going to talk about those. But it is by far the best run we have ever had. So what's the first thing I hear? We were nine under. I don't know. I haven't seen the card yet. I'm not sure I buy it. Uh, Steve has had a tendency over the years to exaggerate when it comes to uh, stories with me, sometimes about me. <laughs> Hello, sir. There's no play-by-play call of the day. No. Because there's only so many times we can play he saw what I saw. <laughs> All right. Um, he graduated two years ago. It was a great well, call, though. It was a great no, I, thought, I thought Chief did a great job stepping out on that. <laughs> sounded really good. Chief always does a great job. All right. So great to have you with us here at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club with a view of all views, looking out over the valley. Great tournament, great turnout, and a lot of money being raised for the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Saw Bonnie inside. I think. They were totaling up either scores or um, or totaling up money. And you can't ask for a better day than this in terms of the weather. And this tournament at one point was May. It was like a kickoff event. Yeah. It's been in August the last, what, three years. With the pandemic going on, we just thought it was, you know, we, they thought it was the best thing to do for the tournament and the turnout continues to be awesome and uh, they're very heartened by everybody coming back and being a part of it and, and you know you, you see a lot of these teams that have not just a lot a lot of companies that have put together teams and sponsored the tournament not just with the sponsorship team that they have in there but they'll put another team in as well so they'll you'll see two different teams with representatives from this business and that business and that, that's really cool because uh, they're, yeah they're sponsoring the tournament they're putting in their team but then they're putting in a second team and they don't have to they just want to it's one of our aces right there getting it done <laughs> love it see what bill does is bill takes pictures right and what i do is i do video so we have just slightly different philosophies because we want to chronicle our respective families all the time. So Bill's he takes a lot of pictures which is great for his family. I do video and what I do is I was telling Bill at the end of the year then I put a DVD together at the end of the year of here's your year. Right? And then of course I get the complaint well, you're not in it. 
Well, that's because I'm on the other side of the camera, and I also think it looks better. <laughs> and I know. He does the book. See, he does a book, which is phenomenal. We just have a different way of doing it, but we have the same philosophy. And that too, we rode in the same car. We had a blast. He played lights out again. He was great. I know. Well, but see, here's the but, done. But here's here's the thing that the that's not a, a lot not, of bottles that is, of wine. That is not a bad philosophy, right? Some people look at how I put together the uh, video and they think I've done it after bottles of wine. <laughs> See, the other thing, though, you said he was playing lights out, but see, he did. He, he plays all season because he has this trip down to South Carolina where they have 8,000 golf courses, and he plays 4,000 of them every winter. I know this because I he see the photos a, from it. He has, he has a beautiful swing and a great demeanor, you know? And I just sit there every winter going, why am I not doing that? <laughs> it's only two weeks instead of two months. <laughs> I, understand, I understand that completely. understand that completely. Yeah. They're now announcing winners. Yeah. 62. Of course they did. 60. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's right. Now listen, I, I you get a five dollar. You can you can buy five dollar mulligans, and I'll tell you what we use them. We, we use them very effectively. Well, money well spent. Uh, we used a couple effectively, and I used mine on two putts. And now the last one was the 18th hole. Where we? Uh, where, where did we finish, Chad? What are we? 25 feet. Third place. Third place. Oh, of course, you. your second place. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very nice. You were correct uh, about okay, being in the proper flight, my friend. Take that out. Take everybody out. Take them all out. See, I, I, that was the, the one goal we had was just to be one stroke better than you guys. Do you have a... Yeah, anybody have a what pen? Are you, what are you doing now? Do anybody have Don't a pen? Don't take my award. No. Anybody have a pen? This is a major award. Okay. Do you have a pen? No, no. Just, all I need is one pen. I don't like No, you don't need a pen because I, you're going to do something. No, to... I'm not. I just need a pen. <laughs> right, if you get a pen, I'll take Mark care. Lawrence always has a pen. Mark, do you have a pen? He always has a pen. Or See, I told Steve, you. Look, he's got three. Steve, you'll appreciate this. Uh, Turn it. Turn it. That's a complicated pen. Oh, good. Well, yeah, I could have used that a couple of times, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? See, I don't know what he... <laughs> Mark, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thanks. What, what are we... There it is. Oh, oh, last. Thank you. <laughs> what, are you Ricky Bobby now? If you ain't first, you're last? You are last, baby. <laughs> Told you you're last. Uh, when you asked me, did that beat us? Did I, what did I tell you? I, you said no. I said no. And you didn't. And, and it didn't. You're right. We were one. If, I, if Chad would have made that putt on 11, we would have been fine. Chad, Chad, have you discovered over time 
<laughs> that pretty much it's always everybody else's fault. In our group, we played as a team, right? Encouraging, hopeful, right? I mean, Phil can confirm we played as a team. Well, you know, there, there were about five people that asked me how the chutter played, and, and it was not good today. It, it was not a good day for the chutter. I, I hit the chutter twice, and both of them were not great. However, Chief confirmed today that he played along with a couple of guys who confirmed that the chutter is a legitimate club because they actually had one as well. So we have, it is something we have discussed for about a decade now, and it has been confirmed that the Chutter is a legitimate club. Now, I know Jack Ham and you have different thoughts on the Chutter. Jack has never seen the Chutter, and he should see the Chutter before he makes a decision. Jack and I have discussed the Chutter. I know. It didn't turn out well for you. I, I've, heard, uh, I've heard that. No. <laughs> Notice how last is a four-letter word. Mm -hmm. So is junk. <laughs> Thus, the chutter. The team that finished last used the chutter. But didn't use it well. The putter was much better than the chutter. The team today. that didn't use the chutter did not finish last. No, the, the putter was definitely better than the chutter today. The make-believe club. It is not. It's a, it's, you swing it like a, a putter, but it's actually like the loft of a 7-iron. Then use a 7-iron. But, like, but you swing a 7-iron differently than you'd swing a putter. Hey, just so you know, well, we're all staring down the 65-inch TV, by the way. <laughs> we're all staring it down. Oh, Craig did. Oh, that close to the pin should have been. That was on that. That old? was within five. That was like five and a half feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we sunk the putt on that one too. We got the birdie. So there you go, Craig. That has beverages written all over it. That's it. Now that is that's that, a Yeti bag. That has beverages written all over it. Next year, this is all of us together. And I'm talking like, after the eighth hole, nobody's going to care what our score is. The, the problem is, <laughs> in fact, Wilderman should be writing in numbers. <laughs> That's a, does, that, does that float if you take it out on uh, Lake Augusta? That is something. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. That does have nefarious uses, yes. <laughs> I don't know if I'd recommend that. Yeah, he knocked it up there, what, four and a half, five feet? I, I saw that. I said, well, there's, and uh, uh, Cameron was within, on our team was within was, six feet. And I was the one that had the privilege of knocking the putt in, so. So we got that one. Ah, we've heard a lot about your golf exploits. I, I, there was nothing unusual or strange today. I, I disappointed everybody I played along with today. Yeah, where'd you finish? Third, despite last. what you show. <laughs> Looks to me like it says last. <laughs> I think you can, in fact, hey, Bill, Bill, can you confirm what, what does my that prize say? alone? Bill, what does that say in the bottom? 
Last. It, it just says late. Yeah, it says last. <laughs> and late. <laughs> last was because we were the last ones to come off the course. That's that's what that's all about. No, last yeah. is where you finish. Then that's just, <laughs> you know, everybody gets prizes these days, and that's you. Oh, good. So you got a prize. Great. It was great. We had a lot of fun today. And, uh, oh, look at that. Tiger Woods hat. Very nice. Looks very good. Hershberger looks happy, even though you're blaming him for any fault oh, no. that happened today. Chad Evans missed the putt on Chad, 11. Chad did? Yeah. Chad missed the putt on 11, and uh, it, it, it's just, I couldn't drop them all. I mean, really. And, Chad, and, <laughs> and, Chad, and Chad's going to be doing uh, the frenzy, right? Yep, he's going to be emceeing it. As a matter of fact, we will be there. And you're on, on the road for that. Monday, September 19th, we will be there. I've got the game at Auburn. We come back right after the game on Saturday. And then we'll have the show here on Monday. You know, I, I've been wanting to ask you about the Thursday night games. What, opening on Thursday? Yeah. Is that is that just because it's we, the opening week? It's opening week. All right. So it's not. Reason. Yeah, because they tried this Friday thing. And... Uh, you know, and I know you you kind of feel the same way I do. I don't like the Friday. I don't like the Friday thing. The Friday thing is for high school games, and and I know Coach Franklin had the same comment. He said Friday nights for high school, right? And I was really glad to see that Penn State did not fall into that Friday night run again. Well, the story is that the Big Ten, which has the Iowa Nebraska game on Black Friday talk to the other schools in the Big Ten to see if they could turn it into a double or triple header, and they went 0 for 12. Everybody else said no. How would you do that? How would you do it? Yeah, I mean, that, that you'd have some weird start times uh, to do a triple header. Well, you, you're gonna have triple headers every Saturday begin beginning uh, next next year. Well, yeah, that and that. I but but you know what? I can see that. And you had talked about talking, that a couple of weeks ago. They're talking about triple, not a triple header this year. Oh, starting okay. next. Year. Okay. Well, now that makes sense because you've got the West Coast teams now that you oh, can they have. Won't, those. They won't be in. They won't be in next year. They're talking about doing triple headers starting next year at noon, three thirty, seven thirty, and they would like to do that on Black Friday. And everybody else said no. Because nobody wants a short week, especially yeah. when you get to the last week of the season. Everybody's yeah. tired. Well, and then you know, do they still do? Do they still have that week set up in college football as rivalry weeks, or have we gotten away from that now in that last week of the season? Well, sort of. I mean, it used to be that you could count on that being all your rivalry games, but not anymore. Um, well, South Carolina plays Clemson. Georgia Tech plays Georgia. Louisville plays Kentucky. South Carolina plays Clemson. Uh, Auburn plays Alabama. Michigan plays uh, Ohio State. And Penn uh, State plays for the Land Grant Trophy. Penn State plays Michigan State, <laughs> which, you know, I mean, I mean that thing. <laughs> Goodbye, and thank you. It was a pleasure seeing you today. And I'll tell you right now, I can't wait to see, is it Grandpa or Pop or whatever? What, what, what do we call What do we call Pop, well, Pop does a great job at taking pictures. You're lucky you have such a great Pop, okay, and a great family. You are so, and I'm lucky I get to know you, all right? 
Thanks so much. See you guys. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment. We're at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club circling a fogged-in airport with a suit here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I, I don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. If the music seems a little dark, it's because the suit's here. All right. Great to have Mark Lawrence here on the mark. Every morning here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, great local talk, which every area needs. Mark, brilliant work. You and Joe, great work. So thank you so much for all the work you put in all the time. And uh, Mark works very, very hard for us every step of the way. So great to have, great to have you here, and thanks for stopping by today. It's working. Is this the uh, is this the crossover like the uh, the other day yeah. uh, when I was listening yeah. to On the Mark? Steve's on the show. It was like one of those network crossovers during uh, their prime ratings period. Yes, we're going to have a crossover drama that will emanate. We'll have a, a hybrid. Joe McGranahan and Chad Hershberger are going to star in the new show. The day that Joe McGranahan comes on a sports show, I want to be there for that because that should be entertaining right there. Well, he likes the Steelers. He's about half informed on them, so. Yeah. I'm game. Oh. He, could ask good, he could ask good questions. I mean, Joe and Mark both ask excellent questions, um, which would really, for me, to be on the station was really a relief. Well, one person asked, why are you talking about sports on, on the mark? And, of course, money is the issue. Uh, uh, money is money gross. is the issue, yep. Well, and in the nation's gross domestic product, how big is sports? That's a great question. Um but it is an it is an important part. This is where the business of sports plays plays in. It's the TV contracts, the radio contracts. It also plays in with name, image, and likeness. It plays into charters. It plays into hotels. It plays into buses and gambling, right? And gambling, which has now become, I mean, as we expected, huge. That's why for years. For years, as you know in the show, Mark, I talked about the New Jersey gambling bill going before the Supreme Court, maybe three years before it went to the Supreme Court, because I thought that would break the gambling logjam in the country, which it did. Now, it doesn't matter how I feel about gambling. I don't gamble. Right? The only time I ever gamble is when I did the first two years of the show with him. And so that's uh, <laughs> felt the don't same way. Yeah. <laughs> His wife doesn't know. So, <laughs> right? But, you know, 
but I knew that it would it would change a lot about sports. And an area about sports it's going to change, and you're going to see more of, as I think over time, and it's starting to happen now, more and more, quote, fans are going to become highly critical mm. of decisions, how games turn out, because there's going to be gambling on what they call, um, like a prop, third, third prop, down. Prop bets. Prop, prop bets, yeah. Right? Well, why the heck did they run the ball on third down at six? I mean, I had a prospect that they're bucks. right. That on third, third, six, I, I had them throwing the ball. Well, I think about a quarter of the entire U.S. gross domestic product is associated with sports. Not teams and players, but airlines and teams and yeah. hotels and clothing yeah. and betting. And that's why the NFL, as Steve says many times, is the money tree. They just pull money off the tree right. whenever they want it. Right. Because they can do nothing wrong right now. I mean, even when they do something wrong, and give the NFL credit, they do. They get away with it. Yeah. Right? Because people love football. That's with, why you were on the mark. Yeah, and that's Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors Studio is mobile today at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club at the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament to benefit the greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Route 11 and 15, right to my left. Here in Hummel's Wharf. Saw Austin earlier today as well from the Kiel dealership. Tom was here playing. This is always a special day for us to be here because it allows me to connect with so many great people in the community over and over again. Even the ones that are Mets fans. Just kidding. Excuse me. Hey, by the way, <laughs> what place are the Mets in? I'll tell you, that beats finishing last. <laughs> right? Right? I mean, let's face it. Some people get participation trophies. Right? To my left, the king of participation And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, they're running away with the See? division right now. Participation trophy. They got something. That's right. Uh, we shouldn't tell them everybody did. No, one, <laughs> one putt away. Uh, yeah. You can think that all you want. By the uh, way, I saw Ray Moyer out here today with the uh, the Sealers Grove High School good. players getting good. ready for their season here starting yep. soon. They Very had a nice. practice and a work at the driving range today. So it's always a special day for us to be here to see Adam Purdy, Craig, Bill, the entire family season, everybody. Um, it is always great uh, to connect with and see Tom Mertz and to see Bonnie and everybody involved with us along the way that's helped make the show special, plus other sponsors along the way that are great friends of Sunbury Broadcasting that uh, you get a chance to connect with as well. And I was able to do that and talk to some people. I mean, you know, you separate yourself from everybody. I, I, I'd actually like to, you know. You like to mingle? I like to talk to people and make them feel like they're important because <laughs> they are. Uh, and and, that, and that's, that's fun. 
and I enjoy it. And then we'll be back in five weeks for the uh, Neil Mertz Frenzy at Penn's Tavern. Uh, we'll be doing that on Monday, September 19th. I know tickets are going fast for that, and we're looking forward to being out here for that. Because they'd asked me, I mean, can you come out and do the show? I said, it's on a Monday. It's, that's fine. I said, they said, yeah, but you got the game at Auburn. I'm not thumbing back. Right? It's, you know, <laughs> you'll be back. I'll be you'll, back that night. I was going to say, you'll be back before I'll be back that 2 a.m. I'll be back oh, earlier than that, I would think. And it's a, what, 3.30 game? Uh, well, we'll be back before. Yeah. I, I just remember, I remember right. a night where I was on the road with Bucknell uh, in New Jersey, and you were doing Virginia Tech. And I got a text from you. We're, we're not even a third of the way out of New Jersey, and I get a text from you, home. <laughs> right. It's a great way to travel, uh, no question. Uh, now, there'll be one game this year where I'll have to go commercial, uh, but that's because I'm doing basketball. It'll be the Rutgers game. Now, the team's busting the Rutgers, right? Okay, the team has to bust the Rutgers. But I've got a basketball game on thir uh, Thursday the 18th, of November with Furman and then Dick Girardi and I said okay best case scenario for the team worst case scenario for my travel was they win so they would play at 2.30 on that Friday afternoon so I worked out a 6.30 flight 6.35 from Charleston to Newark <laughs> alright hotel all set gotta run a car Pick up Jack, swing down Saturday morning, whatever time the game. It doesn't matter what time the football game is. It's irrelevant. And then do that, boom, football team will bust back. I'll go back to the hotel and have a uh, 6.55 a.m. flight back to Charleston to do the game on Sunday, whatever time that is. And it gets me in a quarter after nine, so that's that, that, <laughs> that works that, out that much works. better. Yeah, that works. Well, when I sent the original email, and Jimmy does a – not a good job. Jimmy does a great job. He sends me material, having me leave State College on a Wednesday, do, do this, 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 then coming back on a Sunday. I, I called him up. I said, Jimmy, no. I said, I just need to go from Charleston to New Jersey and back on Friday and Sunday morning, Friday night, Sunday morning. He goes, he goes, oh, wait a minute. Let me look at your, oh, uh, yeah, it's in your email. <laughs> See, that's the nice thing. We have a common opponent, by the way, Bucknell and Penn State this year in Central Michigan. Yeah, that's the game uh, after, uh, that's the week of the Neil Mertz frenzy. I, I believe you have Penn State Central Michigan mm. the week before Bucknell plays okay. Central Michigan. Actually, I think that's the way it well, goes. Well, yeah, after the Auburn game, then when I come yeah. in, I'll have, actually, I'll have that game done on Sunday. That's why when I, I, I'll teach class that morning. And then I'll just drive in. Well, the challenge is trying to get a flight within one hour of Mount Pleasant, Michigan, where Central Michigan is located. I have no idea where Mount Pleasant is. There's nothing. No you're, you're going to Flint or Grand Rapids. Uh, so I, I may not be able to make that trip, unfortunately. Go to, go to Grand Rapids. <laughs> well, it's still about an hour away, and it's an early well, kick. Well, go to Lansing. I don't I Still. It's still about an hour trip, and I don't oh, know if I can goodness, make it in in time. For goodness sakes, rent a car. That's fine. But I can't fly into Lansing and then rent a car and still get to, uh, get to Mount Pleasant in time. Go to Detroit. Tried that. Doesn't work there either. 
There's not enough early flights. You mean Doug is going to have to do this game alone <laughs> or with a competent <laughs> professional? He may have to have someone better. I don't know how that's going to work. Well, let's just look around the deck here. I can pick out 20 people. <laughs> and you know that kills me to miss a game. <laughs> I, I do not like, but uh, it, unless, uh, um, unless I can find a private you, flight out of Penns Valley Airport on Saturday morning. Um, what about Chicago? I have not tried that route yet. State College has a direct flight United to Chicago. I haven't tried that route yet. And then you just take it and just rent a car and drive up there. But the other thing is, and, I gotta and be by able the to way, get back. Nobody in the station's worried about that. <laughs> yeah, Lee, you'll get back eventually. The game's on Saturday. Uh, the best ride. I actually, stay overnight and then take it back on Sunday. I, I actually did one year pull off uh, a, a Steve Jones kind of trip. I uh, it was uh, Charleston Southern. Yeah, senior night at the high school game for my son's game because I took that year off to watch him play. And then made it to a 6 o'clock flight from Harrisburg to D.C., changed planes in D.C. to go to uh, Charleston, circled a fogged-in airport literally for yep. three, three, <laughs> three laps, yep. and then got to the game about 30 minutes before airtime. Uh, fly to Chicago, 6 a.m. flight United, get a car, drive up there. You'll get there. Yeah, that, that may be the option. Right, and fly back on Sunday. That may be the option. All right, Learfield will pay for it. They're good, they're good for it. <laughs> well, I can always go back. With, I can go back with the team. That's not a problem. No, oh, well, they're fine. Just get the six o'clock flight out of State I, College. I just have to make sure they're flying back to the same airport that has my car. No, <laughs> don't worry about that. You can get your car later. You can get your car later. You can make it work got to be clever about it. See, listen, that's why I have these conversations with you, because you're the well-traveled one. Right? It's just, look, no big deal. You're the well-traveled you can make You can make it happen. Just make it happen. We'll work on that. All right? I'm still open for the Penn Valley type of flight, though, if somebody wants to make that trip. To where? Penn Valley Airport. I'm sure there's a small airport near Mount Pleasant that we could land in. Just go right out here. Let's just get a, a parachute. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't, know, I don't even know where Mount Pleasant is, so I don't it, know. It, literally, they call it Central Michigan, and I found out why. It is in Central Michigan. It is well named because it is right smack in the middle. And of you the, can't go to Lansing, so that's out. Yeah, Lansing. I've been to. I've been to. I've driven to Lansing before. Because that's an international airport, say capital. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Detroit's out. Lansing is one of the weirdest places, though, to try and park for a football game. You talking about for Michigan State? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Well, you don't know that, but I mean, I, we drove out one time. It was the year I think it was a year Penn State went to the Rose Bowl after that. Probably uh, Kajana Carter's years uh, at, at Penn State, if I remember right. It was a long, it was a while ago. But uh, ESPN was there that day. I remember that because we went to the show. But. It, you park on sidewalks. <laughs> this is what I try to tell people all the time. You have no idea until you go to other places. Yeah. You can complain about your parking situation, <laughs> which I always understand anybody's frustration. Okay? I've got it. I understand that. 
But then you go someplace else, and you go to a bunch of someplace else's, and you realize um, it's actually pretty good here. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, You're right. Almost everywhere you go, there is a problem. Right? Almost everywhere you go, there is some sort of problem. I mean, some places, um, like I'll give you an example of a place that was great. Right? The Holiday Bowl, okay, where the, the Chargers used to play. Mm -hmm. The parking there is phenomenal. Coliseum? No. Rose Bowl? Okay. Notre Dame? Okay. Texas? Locked in by buildings. Yeah. Wisconsin? Locked in by buildings. Um, parking at where Miami plays is good, but it's also nowhere close to downtown. Uh, Michigan, they park you on a golf course. Alistair McKenzie. Yeah, I heard about that. Alistair McKenzie, who designed Augusta National, designed that golf course. And every home Saturday in the fall, he rolls over in his grave. <laughs> All right. That can't be good for the it's fairway. It's not good. Oh, they don't park in the fairway. They park in the rough. But it's just, it's ridiculous <laughs> to look at it. Because on one side is Pioneer High School. And Pioneer High School... I'll tell you right now, the Ann Arbor School District better not be raising taxes. They get a boatload of money from that parking lot. <laughs> uh, but that's what they do. Uh, and that's the way it is most places. Michigan State parking, not good. Rutgers, not good. Maryland, not good. On a smaller scale, Army's another tough place to park yeah. because of just where uh, you talk about location. Yeah. It's you know the, the location of the base itself and then of Mikey Stadium on the base. There's really no parking around it, and there's a lot of people walking and taking shuttle buses from their parking areas. Purdue has, I'd say, half. So the press box side, because the golf course is there, and then the north side, good. The other parts are all buildings, the Breeze Academic Center, Mackey Arena. Then you start campus, and the Purdue parking's not great. Indiana's actually good. Indiana's parking actually is good. Um, Northwestern, bad, but they don't have a lot of fans, so it's not really a problem. Uh, I'm not kidding. No, I really know. I've, I've seen the games. It's not I've a watched problem. those games. Minnesota is not good, but they had to build the stadium, and they did. And, you know, so the Minnesota situation is no better than okay. Nebraska, you would think Nebraska would be great. Nebraska's bad. It's locked really? in by the highway, other buildings. Uh, you got, I mean, Nebraska's not a great place in terms of parking. It's a great place right. to go to. It's a great stadium to go to, and the fans are awesome. But the parking situation is not great. So, wow. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, going to Penn State for years and then seeing some of the other schools. Now, obviously, some of the schools that I see are not as big as, as some of the ones that you see. But even seeing that, you really underappreciate the situation that Penn State has in their parking. I mean, you can see the stadium from where you're parking most of the time unless it's been the monsoon season or it snows or something like that. But some of these places that you go, whether it be FCS or FBS, you can't see the stadium from where you're parking. At least you can see Beaver Stadium where you're parking. One quick note. During the pandemic, Jack and I did travel and did every game on the road. Right. Okay. Right. So, no matter where it was, Nebraska, Indiana, Michigan, Rutgers, we'd drive right in. There's no traffic. We'd pull right up to the front <laughs> row. And we're, 
I think we were at Rutgers, so it was the last road game. And Jack looks at me and says, man, we've had no traffic. We have parked up front. We have had no issues all season. He says, some parts of the pandemic have been good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll wrap it up here from the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament on News Radio 1070 WKOK. show here from the Susquehanna Valley Country Club as we wrap things up here for the afternoon. After a great day of golf, uh, Steve's team and the Purdy's finishing second in the second flight. Uh, our Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation crew finishing third in that flight, one stroke behind. Two bogeys in the day. That was it. On the first hole we played and then the last hole we played, and that was the difference. And... Uh, I'm not going to hear the end of that for a long time, I'm afraid. <laughs> Let's talk. We talked a little bit earlier about the uh, the high school football situation. Heat acclimations getting underway right now. Uh, talked about the uh, Sealands Grove golf team out here today at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club getting ready for their season, uh, doing some uh, putting drills and uh, some uh, work at the driving range. And the fall sports season getting underway. And, you know, Steve often talks about the college fall season and how it goes and, you know, how the practices go. It's always interesting uh, how uh, high school is just a little bit different. You know, it's just a, it's set up a little bit differently. Uh, you only have a couple of weeks to get ready for your first game, uh, your first match, what have you. Uh, and, you know, you're, you're, you really have to take your time and look at every aspect of it. And when you talk about it from a high school football standpoint, I think that the one thing that we always look at in that first game of the season, it's that first play. Not the first offensive play, not the first defensive play. It's the kickoff and the kick return. How many times in a high school football game have you seen a big return or a fumble or a mistake, whether it be on the kicking team or whether it be on the receiving team, on that very first play? And it's because of the fact that you don't have specialized players. You're trying to find those 10 headhunters to be on the, the kickoff coverage team and guys making sure they stay in their lanes. Well, you don't get a chance to work on that very often. Special teams is very much a concern in the high school football season in weeks one and two. And when you have college, you've got some guys maybe that can specialize a little bit more in that position and they have a little bit more time to work on it with the extended practices and so forth. But that's always interesting to me and one of the differences between high school and college in, in the way you know the practices are gone in that first game. Always that special teams kickoff coverage, kick return coverage is a big concern because your focus is trying to find the guys that are going to be on the offensive line and the defensive line. Finding your starting 11 both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. How many guys are going to play both ways? Don't have that issue in college. How many guys are going to have to play both ways and be on special teams as well? Again, not something you see a whole lot of as much in college. And, and I think that's what makes these two weeks, well, now almost three weeks with heat acclimations, so ultra-important. You have to get everything in in those two weeks. Now, the summers, a lot of these teams have gone out, and they have uh, done... There's seven-on-seven drills, and now they're starting to do a little bit of the lineman camps as well as seven-on-seven. Seven. They have lineman skills that they do, which I think is great because not, 
you can't just focus on your receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks, and your secondary linebackers, linemen, that sort of or linebackers and secondary. But it's the guys up front that are really going to make the difference for a lot of these high school football teams. You can have a very good quarterback. You can have some very quick running backs and wide receivers. But if you don't have time to block, or if you don't have the time up front to uh, take three seconds and throw the ball, if you don't have guys blocking up front to open up holes for the running back, it's going to be a long uphill season. And that's why I was glad to see them be able to work uh, with some of these lineman drills and things like that at some of these seven-on-seven challenges. And that gives those guys an opportunity to get some playing time as well. And that's going to be key. I think that, that we talk about it every year in high school football. The skill positions are important, but if you don't have an offensive or defensive line that can hold them or open up holes, depending on what side of the ball you're on, of course, it's 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 a long, tough, uphill season. And the other big difference when you're talking, everybody always likes to ask, well, how good do you think, hey, Steve, how good do you think Penn State's going to be this year? Well, you know, you can see all the guys that are coming back because most of them are on scholarships, so they're probably going to be coming back. However, in high school, you don't necessarily have all the guys that are played last year coming back again this year. And some of it's because well, maybe they don't want to play football. Maybe they want to focus on baseball. Maybe they're thinking about their college situation and maybe want to focus on a sport or two. So it's a little harder this time of year to try and figure out exactly how good one team is going to be over another. I love these next couple of weeks because you really get an idea of how the high school football season is going to go in the next two weeks. I know I used to say August is my favorite time of the year. It's still one of the tops. There's no question about it. May not be my favorite anymore, but it's still definitely in the top five of my favorite times of the year because now you've got optimism and you're getting ready for another season and you'll figure out just how good you are. Steve will be back from the Sunbury Motors studio in the normal Sunbury Motors studio tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and thanks for joining us for the Steve Jones Show. Thank you so much from the Purdy's for having us here once again. Had a great time and raised some money. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.